the NFL Week 6 DFS show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We are the NFL Week 6 DFS show. Only in week six. Next week, I'm guessing it'll be the NFL week seven DFS show. But we have a brand new show next week. Never the same show, Bo. It is not the same show. uh, Not any time. We might as well be Caroline. uh, What is it? The Carol Channing show? The variety show? It's different every week. Uh, In Living Color, Saturday Night Live, all that. We're, We're never the same. No. No, and, and, and you can't search us uh, on the World Wide Web. We just move every single week. If you're looking for us this week, we're next week. So, uh, But we're going to roll into the slate. We're going to talk the slate this week. 11-game main slate, a little bit shorter and a little bit smaller, as they say. we got two buys or, or, or two games that would be uh, a buy, four teams on buy this week. Uh, the Raiders are on buy. Uh, by Devontae Adams. I don't know what you're doing pushing that guy. Not great. Not great. I love you, by the way. You're on all my teams. Uh, you know, we got uh, Damian Pierce. And the Houston Texans are on by. I mean, that's that's good. You know, I mean, I guess not really. Uh, and then some other teams are on by that I've never heard of. So, you know, uh, it, it's it's shaping up. <laughs> the Titans, are they on by? Are the Titans on by? Who knows? Yeah. The, the, I know the Lions are on by for sure. So, uh, God, it's gross. But uh, let's talk about the teams that are actually playing. And we'll start with San Francisco and Atlanta visiting the Falcons, who they're not terrible. I mean, I, we kind of thought they would be last they, year. They are Aren't they though? Uh, they're, they're above 500, which is just, I mean, they've covered the spread in every game this year. Yeah. So I guess that means they're not terrible, but it's weird because they're not good. They're not good. They're, no. no, you're not, you're not saying, Oh yeah, the Falcons are a threat to beat any team in the NFL. They hung around against the bucks, which nobody saw coming because mm-hmm. there's such a, just a big bridge between the roster strength of the Falcons and pretty much everybody else in the NFL. Uh, maybe the Giants are wor- a worse roster, but even they're five, four and one now. And we're talking about like bottom five rosters that I don't even think it's coaching in the Falcons case. Arthur Smith is a fake sharp of the, all the fake sharps. Um, but for whatever reason, they they keep it close and they make plays in the right right time and they've gotten big performances from some of their newer acquisitions especially on defense that yeah. that cor- that corner tandem of AJ Terrell who was great last year and then Casey Hayward that's been a revelation mm. and they would have had a chance to tie with the Bucks if it weren't for the second worst roughing the passer call in NFL history which at the time a day before the worst one ever of all time mm-hmm. happened uh where Grady Jarrett uh, laid <laughs> laid Tom Brady down like he was a roll of a, an Egyptian rug rolled up, <laughs> basically tossed him down as on a barrel roll instead of throwing him down from the from standing up or belly flopping on him, which it's just it wasn't a roughing call. They called roughing on it. It gave the Bucks the first down. They ran out the clock and that was it. And that was on a third and ten stop. Not so the Falcons defense has played better than anybody expected them to. Will they be able to slow the 49ers down? Hard to say. I mean, I think Jimmy Garoppolo slows himself down a little bit, but he's got weapons. Yeah, he's got weapons who can can help him get there. Uh, Who is your favorite 
uh, weapon that he has at his disposal. We've got a, a priced down Kittle, uh, who so far has just been uh, a glorified blocker so far. So if nothing changes with the backfield here, because I don't think Tyron Davis price is going to be ready this week, maybe next week or the week after is when he'll come back. Uh, Jarek McKinnon or no, Tevin Coleman. Sorry. I get him mixed up all the time. Tevin Coleman, another Shanahan tree RB. Uh, This guy's for real. He's not washed up. He's just been hurt a lot. And Tevin Coleman's healthy. He got kind of languished behind a bunch of younger guys. Uh, on the depth chart in New York, but now he's now he's back on the 49ers and he looked amazing last week. Yes, he did. It was Jeff Wilson is a solid every first two down back. He's not much of a receiver anymore, but Tevin Coleman is Tevin Coleman's a great receiver. And if you're going to say, okay, let's say Debo and Ayuk get tough coverage from Hayward and Terrell, then you're looking at Kittle. How what can Kittle do against this? middle of the field that the Falcons have been susceptible to and then running back position that the Falcons have not been good against running backs. And I, I think that Wilson or Coleman are going to have a huge game in this one. Yeah. I, I'm going to be, I like both those calls. I do like the wide receivers though. And one of the reasons why is that Atlanta has given up so far six receiving touchdowns or passing touchdowns, two wide receivers and almost 900 receiving yards. I mean, that is uh, exactly what you want to hear if you're going to play Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk because they're going to be big plays to, to be made against them, uh, and they're the kind of defenses that are going to give them up. So, um, and though, even though Atlanta is going to stick around in the game and, and kind of hang tough, I do think San Francisco uh, wins. Maybe not by five and a half, which is where we're at right now. Maybe more by four or by three. I don't know. Um, but I do like this game. I don't think it goes over the total. I think that number is pretty good. Uh, let's jump to uh, the next game. Oh, man, this is a get-right game uh, for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, or is it? They're favored by seven points at home. Uh, is he in for another letdown like he was against the other New York team last week in London? Yeah, no, I don't think he's done. It's The problem is his receiving core. Mm. And you can see that he has a good offensive line. They're giving him enough time. But Rodgers is just mulling around the pocket, just waiting and waiting and waiting. And nobody is getting open for the guy. I feel bad for him because he's out there just he's sitting there back there trying to scramble around and somebody get please get open. And it right that's him back there. And Aaron Rodgers is he's still not dumping it down to Aaron Jones as much as he did last year, which is baffling. You would think that they would have more checkdowns for Mm -hmm. all those times that their wide receivers are doing nothing to get open. Like Lazard and Randall Cobb, get out of here. Christian Watson can't run routes to save his life. Romeo Dobbs has been the only one that's been able to get open, but now they're starting to hone in on him as the lead receiver because that's what he's turned into. And against good corners, he's not going to get the same, the same kind of separation because he's still a very green rookie from the Mountain West Conference. And so there are limitations to Dobbs, and we've already seen that with the Giants. All they did was shade their, their deep safety over to Dobbs' side on every play, and Rodgers wouldn't throw his way as often. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's also targeted the, the running backs, you know, upwards of 30 times. And so, uh, you know, you, you do have Tunyon there. I mean, you know, he he is an option. He's got 20 targets so far, too. So he, he's spreading it around. I'm not sure if I'm I'm playing this game. I'm, I'm doing any stacking with this offense, but no. 
Uh, I do like Brees Hall as a run back. If you're looking at this game, if they're trailing, they're underdogs. You saw the passing volume there. You saw what he did in space. I mean, this is exactly why they drafted him. They put the draft oh. capital out there. It is just – it's why I have him on my Scott Fish team, guys, uh, and girls. Uh, so, yeah. It, I got it, sniped it, in Scott, Scott Fishbowl on him. Yeah, I, I did not – I'm not in your league, but uh, I'm sure you would have sniped him for me if you had the chance because he has upside. We knew it would take a little while, but now he's in that role. He should see 20 touches in this game. Uh, what do you think about him? Anybody else you're playing besides him? Um, not really. It's this game's going to be kind of a plotter. Yeah. Um, the Jets' defense isn't very good over the middle. They're kind of like they're kind of like the Falcons in that they have good outside corners, and then in the middle of the field, they're not very good. Uh, so uh, if I'm looking to get with a stack on this, I'm going to do a skinny stack with Robert Tunyon mm, or Romeo. It. I don't really like Dobbs this week because he's going to get a sauce Gardner or a DJ Reed matchup. And they've been tough all year on everybody. They're young, but they're super good already, especially sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner's locking guys down from the jump in his NFL career. And I, I mean, we saw it coming. The guy, the guy didn't give up anything in college and in the NFL, it's just more of the same. So it's not a very good game to stack. Uh, maybe get a little cheaper. I would just, I love Brees Hall in this game. Just play Brees Hall. Brees Hall, you heard it here. And I don't, I don't know. If the Jets might just beat the Packers. It could happen. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Yeah. All right. So, sorry. There we go. Thinking of joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open. 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% bonus up to $1,000. Looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week, someone turned $6 into four grand. Plus, they got a free $1,000 bet. Win bet truly is for hashtag DGENs only. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Well, let's, what's next on the slate there, buddy boy? Uh, nobody I know has a gambling problem. Let me just put it that way. Uh, not one friend. Uh, uh, it's not a good game. It's, it's kind of gross. Let's go, let's go by real fast. Uh, it's Jacksonville and Indianapolis. And... Oh, contraire, mon frere. I mean, oh my goodness. Indianapolis is, wait, is, is Jonathan Taylor going to play? It's not Deion Jackson or Philip hey. Lindsay or anybody else. If, if JT is not playing, I'm, I'm stacking the Jags. Oh. I'm stacking Jags in this game. Oh yeah, for sure. And maybe some Michael Pittman. Cause you know, they're going to have to throw the football, uh, you know, yeah. but um, I'm not going to stack Michael Pittman, but maybe as a run back to a stack from the Jags, who do you like? In this matchup, let's say JT goes. Let's say he's a full go. He gets 20 touches, 18, 20, 20 touches. Uh, how are you playing uh, this game? Uh, if JT goes, you play him because he's JT. 
And if he's good to go, then I'm going to assume he's still the same guy that is just an outstanding player at every facet of the running back position. Um, not playing Matt Ryan. He's garbage. Uh, Jacksonville's defense is good. Michael Pittman hasn't been good since week one. Like he's been okay, but Matt Ryan is holding him down yes, as, as well as the entire offense. Uh, you can throw a dart at one of these three tight ends that have scored oh touchdowns God. for the Colts this season, which is frustrating. Uh, but they're all priced down, so you. Yeah, I really yeah. am taking crazy bills because when you when you pick Kylan Granson, Jelani Woods scores. When you pick Jelani Woods, Moali Cox scores, and when you take Moali Cox, Kylan Granson scores. That's just how it goes. It's just like picking Patriots running backs until Damian Harris got hurt. Of course, <laughs> it's uh, it's really frustrating. This offense is just too inconsistent. And they've been held back by Matt Ryan just looking awfully old all of a sudden. But oh, the Jaguars, the Jaguars, guys, like this is this is the return to where I made a mistake last week and saw that they were playing the Texans and mistakenly went after Christian Kirk a week early. What I didn't know that Desmond King is still the slot corner for the Texans, and he shut Christian Kirk absolutely down yes, he last did. week. Yes, he did. And if I had known that it was still Desmond King, like if I just done a half second research to see that it was still Desmond King running slot corner for the Texans, I would have faded Christian Kirk because Desmond King is good. Uh, this week, we're looking at the Colts, who are not as good at the slot corner position. They also run almost entirely zone coverage, which is great for Christian Kirk because from his slot position against zone coverage, he is an ace, and he's had his best games this season against those looks. Uh, so we're back to the well. Trevor Lawrence is a good stacking quarterback this week, and Christian Kirk is back online. I also mm-hmm. like me a little bit of Travis Etienne because his workload has increased the last two weeks. Yeah, let's just uh, say uh, what's going to happen here. Kenny Moore the second. Uh, yeah, gross. Uh, his PFF grade for pass coverage is thirty nine point six, which is a hundred out of one hundred and eight. So you, you heard it here first. It, it, Christian Kirk could have a, a nice game. So. Uh, no, I, I'm 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 100 down with that. Uh, let's jump to the the Minnesota Miami game. We're gonna go full Skyler Thompson here. Uh, I just want to say Skyler, I really am. No, I really game. am. Yeah, I really am. It, it, if it I'm a, spending down to the bottom, Skyler Thompson's going do. to score 20 points this week. I I already put it in my pecan takes article that's coming out tomorrow. Skyler Thompson is scoring 20 fantasy points this week. What's his price at? He's not even in run the Sims. He's so cheap. He's got to be either 4,900 or 5,000 something because he was third string until last week. Yeah. Let's look and see here. He is quarterback wise. He is 5K. Okay. That's, but yeah. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, th- look that, at this that, offense. They're a facilitating offense. It's a Shanahan disciple offense with Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Right. What right. more do you need to know other than if you run those wide zone splits that they love that they've just slashed? through every defense with Raheem Mostert looking okay. great this year. Yeah, Raheem Mostert's been awesome. He's a great play this week. But running those wide zone runs and then bootlegs off of that with play action and getting Waddle and Hill in short area space with Skylar Thompson, all he has to do is get it to him a couple yards down the field and let him yak it up like they do best. Uh, this could be a big kind of a Jimmy Garoppolo line where – 
His throw his throws are simple because he's not very good at anything else. But all you have to do is let your weapons eat. Right, right. Skylar, Tom- Skylar Thompson is going to have those abilities in the Vikings defense, 23rd in the league against opposing quarterbacks. Hmm. They're actually 30th against opposing quarterbacks in passer rating. So that's not going to get the job done. The Vikings haven't been able to get after the quarterback this year. They haven't been able to stop anybody. And I, I just think this Miami offense is going to score a ton of points. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I'm with you. And then running it back with Justin Jefferson to me uh, makes a lot of sense. If you're building stacks, it's expensive, but you know, 867 yards given up by Miami so far, uh, five touchdowns. So, uh, you know, Kirk cousins, it's not prime time. That's all you need to know for Kirk cousins. He's going to just yeah. chuck it around all day. I think this game might go over the 44 because the defenses, particularly against the pass are not great. And so when you, you have bad tackling, you got bad angles. It's, it's not just they're bad corners. It's, it's they do not play a brand of football that's inducive to uh, shutting people down. It's a very explosive. They're, they're, they're blitzing. They're, it's going to be a really intense game, and I'm excited about this one. It might be one of my favorite games. Yeah, it's going to be a sneaky shootout. Um, I actually think Kirk Cousins is going to have a bad game in this one. Ooh, I'm still wow. going to take I'm going to take Justin Jefferson because, I mean, good it's Lord. Amazing. The guy is just the completely volume. amazing. Point. Yeah, and he's he's gonna be fine. I might even sneak a little Dalvin Cook in there because oh, they're sure. the Miami's not that good at any front, but they're also really well coached. What we've seen is they have the talent. They've just bang, been banged up. That's why they've been getting burned on the back end. But they're well coached. They run a lot of different exotic blitz schemes as well as varying coverage schemes. So I think that Kirk Cousins not as good as as we think when the coverages are complicated. So other than when he runs, throws to a wide open Jefferson because he's always wide that open. Yeah. Uh, I think Cousins is going to be a pretty bad play for DFS because of the lack of upside. But when it comes to Dalvin Cook, he's always got upside and Jefferson's always got it too. Those are the mm. two guys I'll hone in on for this offense. If I'm game stacking this game, which I will be, and you can afford Jefferson and a couple other studs at wide receiver and running back if you're playing Skylar Thompson. Mm, I like that. I like that. All right, let's talk about another game that has some banged up friends in it, or maybe not. Uh, Michael Thomas may be coming back. We've got T. Higgins. He was kind of invisible, didn't play. Um, what what do we expect in this game? It's a low lower total, but we've seen New Orleans. I mean, they they just had a shootout with with the with the Seattle Seahawks that you know was in the seventies. Those points were ridiculous. Yeah, it's really it's been really weird because. For some games, the Saints defense looks otherworldly, like they're stopping everybody, and then they get completely ripped apart by Geno Smith, which Legend. apparently apparently is a, a trend this season where Geno Smith is back to his West Virginia days, lighting up the scoreboard. Seven years, <laughs> he never gave up. Hey. That's crazy. I mean, he was he a is joke. this he year. He is this year's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Terrible. I mean, he he got drafted by the Jets in the worst yeah. possible era for Jets football. He had horrible regime changes in the middle of that. He never really got a chance to to explore having people around him that were good or having a coach like Pete Carroll. It's like for all the warts Pete Carroll's had the last couple of years fielding bad teams, that was mostly the GM's fault because their roster sucked. It's like now you have you have a couple first round picks from the Broncos. You got Geno playing out of his mind. You got Ken Walker, the running back, playing super good. Uh, I I just don't know that. 
we should probably get back on track to the Saints game. Well, I was just going to say, I, we, we, we're, we're kind of gassing them up. But but uh, can, can that happen in this game? Do you think that, that Jamar Chase, uh, Joe Burrow, you know what's going to happen. You know, just kind of you kind of knew Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. The, the, the plot is right in front of us with T. Higgins banged up. Um, can they execute it with Marshawn Lattimore? And how's that going to go? Lattimore is not an obstacle anymore. He used to be. Uh, Lattimore is not the same guy anymore. Jamar Chase will eat his lunch money or take his lunch money, eat his lunch after that, spit in his face. Uh, the problem is Zach Taylor's offense in Cincinnati is about as innovative as Cliff, Cliff oh, Kingsbury's lately. Yeah, it's not his good. route his route tree last week was just so sad to look at. It's like comparing him to Jefferson last week in routes run and in what routes he ran and where. Uh, was just abysmal. Zach Taylor, pull your head out of your ass and call some plays for Jamar Chase. Like this is the running just little bubble screens to this guy all day long and then little outs and hitches. That's not his game. This guy's a burner. He's going to be a yak guy. He's burying him. He's burying him last week. Yeah. Yeah. Jamar Chase is special. And all you're doing is saying, oh yeah, you know, he's just another one of the guys. No, he's not. No, T. Well, Higgins is another special player, and he's hurt. So you need to be even more special to your special X receiver. I think the problem is, is that when you have two different receivers who can take the fly route and can go downfield, um, when you you limit it to one, the safeties can bracket. They know, right? That takes kind of one oh, of yeah, the fly of routes away, and then they have to go to underneath plays, and they're not really adjusting to find space, to run them out of the slot, to run them across, to, whatever it is. They haven't figured it out. They need the scheme, like you said, uh, for Chase. He, he's not, um, you know, he, he's 7'7". Seven, seven, that's all. He's not, he's not, 7,700 is not expensive for him. You've seen him. You never go 0% Jamar Chase in DFS. Ever. No, 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 no. Uh, and then T, T Higgins, if he's a full go uh, on Friday and they say no limitations, uh, you know, 6,300 <sighs> is juicy, but still, it's it's kind of boom or bust, and bust could be your lineup, and you don't win anything. So um, I don't think there's a very high likelihood that he's going to be a full go. He might be active, and then if going. he is active at that price, he's going to be a chalk bomb with that's very possibly a decoy again this week. Oh man, a decoy chalk bomb! You don't want to get in those. It's only three. He's only three percent rostered right now, but Olave is coming in at fourteen percent. I mean, we love what he's done so far. Uh, I think a lot of people uh, in our side of the of the uh, the world were were big on him and thought he would be successful. There was no haterade. Fancy receipts can't come for us in that regard at all. We've got good good things to say about Olave. Um, but but how, how are you playing this? Is uh, Michael Thomas trending to come back? I mean, he's questionable. What do you really think? Though, I mean, it just might be a Olave show. I think even if he does play, it's a Olave show. The yep. problem is, I want Jameis Winston back. Andy Dalton is the reason why we had Taysom Hill blow up Dalton. last week is because Andy Dalton is just horrible. Well, he's the red he's rifle, just, you know. He's not anymore. Like he, even when he was a red rifle, he was the picture of mediocrity. Now he's in the twilight of his career and he sucks. And that's why we had all these wildcat plays for Taysom Hill. And when Taysom Hill gets full reign of the offense, he's going to score fantasy points, whether it looks good doing it or not. Yeah, I won in, in the 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 um uh the not the hot box league what is it the uh the, the um oh my brain is is, is uh fried here it's the first league the, the, the league that we were in together that we're in together that uh uh stoners league i won in that i taste him hill he scored 35 points in that league so i i know 
I'm not dead in the water. Even though I've no, I'm waiting for Deshaun Watson to come back. He's been gone for two years. It's really bad when you draft Deshaun Watson. <laughs> One of your first picks never played. I got no Deshaun Watson in this league. I'm in the You're playoffs. a totally different person <laughs> in, since you played last played Deshaun Watson. Dude, I had You're a, a totally different person from here. then. Yeah, right. I've, yeah. I've like changed every song. And unfortunately life. for Deshaun Watson, he's probably the same he old piece of crap. It's not no. <laughs> I know it's terrible. All right, we're late for an ad read. I'm sorry, but we're All right. I'm going too hard. <laughs> if you watch football, you need Fubo TV. We watch football. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. What is Odds Trader? Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides players to statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. You can do handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bets tracking, player and key game statistics, game day weather. Bet Tracker allows you to keep tracker, keep records of all your games and betting activity. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, Scott, let's take it home. Oh, yeah, that's what she said. I mean, pause. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm figuring it out here. Uh, this next game, though, it does give me pause because Saquon Barkley is 7,700, and I don't think – I mean, it doesn't make sense. I mean, maybe he's across the pond before, and they were like, oh, Saquon, it doesn't count. It's all American soil. But the algorithms kind of messed this up here because he's he's kind of only offense they have. And, and my kind of thought is if they're winning, he's running the ball. If they're losing, he's catching the ball. Either way, he's getting the ball. He's probably going to get 20-plus touches. Uh, are you on Team Saquon? Because 20% roster ship says a lot of people are on team Saquon this week. Well, they should be. And it's running back. So when you're when you're building lineups for DFS, running back is all about points per salary dollar. Yes. And even 20% ownership is not that much. Uh for especially for a guy at the very top of the board with a very high likelihood to hit his ceiling. Ronda uh, Stevenson's at 27, Kenneth Walker's at 22. So the, yeah, he's he's right. But yeah, and, and those guys are those guys are cheaper options with just as much. Uh, like I think their boom rate's actually lower than Saquon's because Saquon is the kind of guy that's doing it every week. He's you getting know, all like, the touches. It's a t- everybody's cha- you're chasing last week's points on Stevenson and Walker, mm-hmm. and even though they might have another nice performance, it's not as likely to happen as Saquon. And Saquon's an eighty five hundred dollar player. That's priced down by 800. Agreed. That's why he's chalky. Agreed. So eat the chalk on Saquon because he's absolutely worth it. I'm 100% agreeing with you. He is. These are actually, and, and, and listen, I'm not going to, I'm going to tell you this. I write and I do my writing uh, for my DFS tonight and uh, last night I did my writing. And so I wrote before any data comes out, before anybody comes out. And my 
my, my three running backs are uh, Saquon Barkley, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, and Kenneth Walker. And those are, those are the, because of the, at those price points, uh, you have a, a nice floor for each of them. But Saquon Barkley at his price point in each of those different groups has the highest ceiling. It's, it's, it's unequivocally, it's, it's the best play you can have, I think, at running back this week. Uh, it, it was last week's Austin Eckler, and I think that's where we're, we're going to leave it at. Uh, is there anybody else you want to play in this game from the Giants squad? And then no. Okay. Uh, no. You like, you like <laughs> Daniel Jones, time, actually. So. I, would, yeah. I would like a little Daniel Jones this week because he does have rushing upside. He, he has gone. This is maybe – I didn't do the research – but this might be the first time in Daniel Jones's career where he's gone back-to-back games without a turnover. And so if you're combining not turning the ball over and maybe scoring some touchdowns and adding 40, 50 rushing yards, he's priced pretty well for his upside, especially this game. Yeah, why is he so cheap? 5,200. I mean, you said play Skyler. I'm I'm, going to play Daniel Jones. Yeah. I'm going to play both of them. I think, well, yeah, but I, here's what I love. <laughs> I love this. Uh, he could steal some touchdowns from Saquon. So don't stack them necessarily. I think that that'd be hedging your bets in the wrong direction. Uh, yeah, this, it's not a stacking game anyway. This no. isn't like your game stacking high. It's a run totals. back. It's a run back. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of that, who, who do you like? Uh, you know, let's say you're doing Lamar. Is it Lamar and Andrews? Because he's his wide receiver one, tight end one, number one, everything. You know, yeah. uh, or are you doing something different? Um, yeah, in, in most scenarios, I'm just going to run Lamar out there by himself because I'm going to be spending down at tight end this week. But yeah, if you're going to say, hey, this game might shoot out, we might see a little bit more life out of the Giants. I, I don't know if that's the case. I'm, I'm going to be a little bit lighter on Lamar this week mm-hmm. just because I think that they're going to blow the brakes off the Giants. The Giants are the worst four and one team I've ever seen. And I've watched a lot of football over a lot of years. This team has no business whatsoever being four and one, and they are. So you give them credit for the for banking those four wins. But I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest if they miss the playoffs. Still, yeah, I got to shout out Matty Daddy. He he said two of the hey, best. Hey, I gotta say, it takes one to know one, bro. Don't dude, even that guy's even, legit. Don't even front. I wish my beard looked like his still. God, man. <laughs> I love my wife though. I want her to hear this. Uh anyway, uh, but Lamar Jackson, he's only five percent roster. Daniel Jones, six percent. I do think this game has some upside and some potential yes. to, to go a little higher than the total, which is only forty-four and a half. I think this is more if Lamar stays game. down that far in ownership, like if he's that um leveraged, then I will definitely uh, tick up a few more lineups with him because he's he's Lamar Jackson, guys. Lamar Jackson, yeah. You'll definitely hear somebody on on Sunday going, oh, "I'll be above the field on roster." So you know <laughs> that just, sounds a lot like Alex Baker. I mean, I mean, it could be anybody. Uh, uh, all right, <laughs> let's jump over J.K. Dobbins' sneaky running back play. If you want to, uh, you know, or even I'm a little I'm a little concerned for J.K. because he had that big game two weeks ago. Comes back next the next week, last week. And only gets eight carries. What's up with that? He seeded carries to Canyon Bloody Drake last week. And it was absolutely disgusting. Dog shit. All right. Well, uh, we should move on. Um, (laughs) Not if we're allowed to cuss on this podcast, by the way. (laughs) I don't know either. But we just did. All right. uh, We, meaning me. All right. The next game, uh, I I have made some predictions. And uh, you can fade them. And I want to hear your thoughts on them. Uh, Tom Brady has yet to break out this year. He's thrown seven touchdowns, 
Kirk Cousins has seven touchdowns, too, so he's right in that ballpark. But Patrick Mahomes has 15 touchdowns. So there's a difference right now between Tom Brady, who you drafted, eh, maybe you know, regular redraft, QB 12, QB 11, QB 10 maybe, uh, not, not doing well. Uh, is he bouncing back this week against Pittsburgh? I mean, Josh Allen put on a clinic last week. He's still throwing touchdowns to, to, to Khalil Shakir. Yeah, this is this is the week. Pittsburgh's defense is so bad. Like, so it's bad. so bad. And it's not like they're going to run it into the teeth of the Steelers' defense because they do have some strength up the middle with Cameron Hayward. But, like, the secondary is so just atrocious in Pittsburgh. And yeah. we just saw it. We saw Josh Allen have absolutely zero friction getting the ball down the field uh, through the air. And you know the Bucks love it, love to air it out, love to air it out. They throw the ball just about as much as any other team in the league. They're going to keep doing that. Mike Evans is healthy. Chris Godwin is healthy. Mm-hmm. That's all they need. Yep. And watch out for Cade Otten, tight end out of Washington. He's a rookie. He's going to be a monster in this game at twenty nine hundred. Oh, I love it! I might play him against you, you little psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like see, that. I'm, I'm, I'm just calling all the sleepers this year. So, good, good, uh, good. since I'm so red hot, I'm throwing one out there. The rookie Cade Otten this week is going to go ballistic at twenty nine hundred. Awesome. I, I still, I still like Leonard Fournette though. I, I still think he, he's an okay player. Yeah, I'm not going to fade him, though, for sure, because, you know, he's oh. Lenny. Lenny is um, going to have himself a day, too. Yeah, yeah. He'll get a touchdown for sure, at least. Um, all right, let's go to the next game here on the slate. New England-Cleveland. Gross. Ooh, Disgusting. Yeah, not, not my favorite game here. Um, this might be a game, I mean, honestly, I'm writing about it for the, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network uh, Stacks article. I'm going to run Ninjoku and Ramondre Stevenson. That's a little little tiny stack because you know what? You, you, those are cheap plays. You can get them for 10K, right? And, and, and I mean, the in this game, New England has given up five receiving touchdowns, two tight ends. So one per game. Uh, they, they definitely do not police the middle. They've got uh, okay corners. They didn't get uh, one up last week when we they thought not. they would. They did not. But you know, I'm going to keep predicting until they get one up. So I'm never going to get. I'm never going to stop. <laughs> no, I love Njoku. I I think I'm. I will be fading. I will be underweight on the chalk on Stevenson. I oh will yeah, have too heavy. Seven percent ridiculous. I'll have about ten percent of my rosters with Ramondre because you don't want to miss it at that six thousand price. Is pretty good even for for him. It's higher than he's ever been, but it's also like he is the big dog this week. He yep. is the big dog until Damien's back fully healthy. And, and, t- and this might be the chance where he just takes over the backfield where I don't know if he's that good. Like we, we we're, we're saying this about a running back who wasn't that really that good at Oklahoma. He's not very agile. He doesn't break that many tackles for being a bigger guy. He's not an amazing receiver, even though he's got receiving work under his, on his resume, but he plays for the Patriots who love to run the football and they have a great offensive line, and they have their quarterback is Bailey Zappi until further notice. So you know they're going to pound the rock. They're going to run behind that great offensive line, and Ramondre is just fine. He's above average and good enough to run behind that line and that scheme and put up some big numbers. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to be uh, no weight on Ramondre, but it's 27 30%. That's kind of high. Not just that's some chalk yeah, you don't want to step in. This is the only time we're going to have clarity with the Patriots backfield, so enjoy it. For sure. 
who's the backup running back? Because that might be the Pierre guy that Strong, gets 25 here. Yeah. Pierce, if whoever is the active running back behind Ramondre, maybe throw one lineup out there because oh, who sure. knows? Bill thinking. Belichick might just go, well, Ramondre is pretty tired after last week, and uh, we're on to the next week. And uh, we decided that the game plan would say, uh, let's give 31 carries to J.J. Taylor. Right. <laughs> mm. it's, it's just how Bill works. Everybody's, everybody in the world is going to have Ramondre Stevenson, and it might be somebody completely different. Yeah, Jacoby Myers will catch two touchdowns. So they might hand off four jet sweeps to Nelson Aguilar for all we know. Don't you do it? Don't you do it? So, <laughs> do we have one more ad read left, or are we? Are we? Nope. Know? That's that's all the ad reads. Oh, oh my gosh, I love that. Okay, so uh, we got three more games left, and then we'll get you out of here. Uh, Arizona visiting Seattle and and Geno Smith. We talked about him up a little bit earlier. I get a little excited, get a little hype for him. He's only fifty seven hundred dollars, and he's at home. I mean that that is, oh man, that it, it's going to be chalky. I think he's thirteen percent rostered already. All the all of them are priced down. They're all going to be chalky. I understand that. Um, what chalk are you avoiding? What chalk are you eating? I mean, DK Metcalf is is thirteen. Uh, you know, Geno's thirteen. Kyler's only eight. Ooh, Marquise is only five. Okay, so I've seen some some lighter chalk that I do like. What about you? Yeah. Uh, so cash games, Geno for sure. Geno, DK. Um, I might even do some more stacks with Tyler Lockett this week because he's putting up just as good a numbers as DK Metcalf. Oh, he's yeah. a lot cheaper. Um, and if you're if you're playing Geno, you can get this game stack because I don't think this is going to be a low scoring game. I don't think there's any chance of that. Right. Both of these defenses are pretty bad. Um, Gino's on fire, so 13% might not be even too high for him. Yeah, and the way he's playing, ride that wave. Uh, I might dodge the chalk on Ken Walker this week. This yeah, is, the too. Cardinals haven't been too bad against running backs. Uh, they, they're getting torched over the middle by tight ends. <laughs> tight ends, they are second last. So yeah. uh, if you want to uh, stomach the difference between Will Disley and Noah Fant, by all means, do it. They're only a hundred dollars apart on the price sheet, like mm. three thousand or thirty-one hundred for either one of them. Uh, those might be little stacking options to go along with one or of those wide receivers for Seattle. But the the Hollywood leverage play, where he's a little bit overpriced, at seventy-two hundred. The on paper, the Seahawks are I think sixth against wide receivers. That's a red number next to a name that is going to give you more leverage because the people aren't going to pay up seventy two hundred for a team that with a red number as part of their ranking. Nope. And so Marquise Brown's getting double digit targets every single game because the Cardinals run the most plays in the NFL. They run mostly pass plays, and Marquise Brown's getting all the targets until Nuke comes back. So this is a huge opportunity to leverage the field and get Hollywood Brown for one more week before Hopkins comes back. Yeah. And that's that's where I'm gonna plant my flag for leverage plays. Definitely Hollywood Brown, as long as he stays at around that five percent mark, that's gonna be a huge leverage spot for you. So if there are any other players you want to name before I get to name any players. <laughs> now here's what I'll tell you. Um, I'm teasing. I'm gonna say something. Uh, I I love uh if you're gonna run a stack in this game because Tyler Lockett's 23% rostered and because Geno Smith's 13% rostered, that's a lot of chalk you're eating there. If you stack, and then if you go jump to uh, running that stack back, you know, with Marquise, that 5% breaks up that chalk. 
You're just getting a, yeah. a, you're you're basically avoiding all that junk. It doesn't even matter anymore. It's like a cancel. If you're playing if you're playing blackjack, don't get in the weeds here. But you're counting cards. You, you, it's a it's a good card count there. So I, I do love this game a lot, particularly the pass catchers. What about this next game? PJ Walker making his NFL start. If, I know this is first start, but but first start this season. No, um, it's, yeah, it's first start this season. Yeah, he started before. Not not great. Uh, him of the XFL fame. I think it was the Houston. Uh, I forget now, but he played for Houston. I, I have the hats of some of these uh, different teams back there, which were pretty cool. I want to um, say it was the Rough Riders. Was that the Rough Riders? No, I can't. No, I think they were the the Houston something. I'll, I'll figure it out one of these days, and we'll come back <laughs> next week. Stay tuned next week. Um, but Carolina forty points is the total of this game. They, they, the Rams are favored by ten and a half. They, their offensive line has like three guys. <laughs> The roughnecks. I was close. Roughnecks. Yeah, rough. Yeah, close. Uh, uh, I can't. I can't see this number and 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 have faith in it. What do you think about this number? <laughs> so this game is interesting. It's really, really interesting. I think the Carolina Panthers are going to get a one week emotional boost from not having that piece of crap, overhyped, just terrible wet blanket of a head coach, Matt Rule. I agree. He should have been fired three games into his, his seven-year contract. The dude has been awful since he got into the NFL. Absolute dog crap of a head coach. And they've tried to patch it together, blame everybody else in the franchise except for Matt Rule. They fired the the LSU offensive coordinator that, that took Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to the national championship. They fired him early on in last season. They filled it in. They, they've run through all these quarterbacks. It's always been Matt Rule's fault. It's always been Matt Rule's fault. All of this is Matt Rule's fault. He sucks. And I I blame almost all of this season starting on Matt Rule. And so now that Baker Mayfield's out, we have P.J. Walker in there. They're going to run up tempo. They're not going to run the third fewest plays in the NFL like they did Mm -hmm. under Matt Rule. They're going to open it up. It's going to be D.J. Moore. Christian McCaffrey and PJ, they asked PJ Walker today what, what his job is. And his job is to, he said to get the ball in the hands of his playmakers and, and that's it. And I was like, well, that sounds good. That sounds really nice. That sounds like a great change. What a, what a novel idea. Carolina. He's 4,900 by the way. (laughs) I I don't know if I want to play him, but I'm definitely playing DJ Moore. I am definitely playing DJ Moore this week. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, Cooper Cup, not 99 anymore. He's 97. It's like I got downgraded on Madden. Uh, 15% rostered. Uh, still pretty off. Carolina though. defense is not good, but they're also not terrible. They've been the strength of the team, which doesn't say much. Well, how can how can Cooper Cup um, do it? I don't understand. Matthew Stafford has one second to throw every single time he drops back. Right. So it's pretty remarkable panthers only have eight sacks this year which is towards the bottom in the league Uh, this might be a get right game for the rams but i do think carolina goes in and beats the rams this week big upset i I like it all right one week emotional boost from not having their head coach hanging over them Uh, but i don't think it lasts because i don't think this team's very good pj walker could be atrocious against this defense uh but i want dj Moore. For, yep. for whatever reason, I'm paying for DJ Moore. I'm going to have him all over the place because that we're going to we're we're unleashing DJ Moore this week because it's just the right thing to do. Shh, I'm not telling anybody. 
Um, all right, last game. We'll get you out of here. Uh, I, I'm really excited about this game. Do you know that 80% of the money is on Buffalo to cover the two and a half points on the road? That's how much I'm with them. faith I'm people with them. have in them. They, 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 I just, I'll just say this. I think this game goes down to the final possession. I think it's one of those games where the yeah, last you mean a classic like last year's playoff game, yeah, one yeah. of the greatest games ever oh, played. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I want to remind people: four touchdowns for Gabe Davis, over two hundred uh, receiving yards, and then on the other side, Stephon Diggs had three receptions for seven yards. Uh, not that's indicative of what's going to happen this week, but no. that's the backdrop, right? They 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 shut down uh, one side of the field, they shut down one of their players, and the other one just feasted on them so they're not going to do that bracketed they bracketed bracketed. and then gabe davis was running one-on-one and josh allen ankles josh allen made gabe davis in that game yeah he got him a big no no offense to gabe davis he's an okay player but josh allen is the reason why he had four touchdowns yeah yeah Yeah, and josh allen josh allen's going to eviscerate this defense again you realize that that in that playoff game the bills pitched a perfect offensive game they did not punt a single time. They scored a touchdown on every drive and still Moving. lost because they gave up the the field goal in 13 seconds and then they didn't get the ball in overtime. Yeah, They played a perfect offensive game and lost, and that never happens. And I think that there's no way that the Chiefs defense can keep up, especially when the Bills defense is twice as good as the Chiefs defense, even if you say their offenses are equivalent. The right. Bills are a better football team. And guess what? The biggest difference maker in the last year's game was Tyreek motherfucking Hill. He's not, and he's not there anymore. He took his talents to South Beach. The wide receivers for the Chiefs are terrible. They have so Kelty and nothing else. Nothing. And CEH playing half the snaps and scoring touchdowns miraculously every game. Yeah. Catching him on the one. <laughs> I'm just, it's, uh, it's just going to be, I think the Bills are going to absolutely destroy them. I, I think they're going to go into Arrowhead and beat the tar out of them to get that revenge from last year. Yeah. I, I'm building a couple different stacks in this game, and they all have oh, Travis Kelsey. This game's going to be a huge stack. Yeah, super, super stacks. I'll give you the roster ships, and then we'll get out of here right now. 18% for Stefan Diggs. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, 13%. Gabe Davis, 5%. Get out of here. <laughs> Kale- uh, yeah, Khalil Shakir, 2%. Okay, that's absurd. Uh, tight end wise, let's go and see Travis Kelsey real quick. Ten percent, okay, okay, that's not too bad. It's gonna be hard to build around him, but Josh Allen sixteen percent. Yeah, Mahomes eight. That's, so you gotta have many. Yeah, oh yeah, I'd do a Mahomes, Mahomes, Kelsey, Gabe Davis, and Diggs. I'm doing both of yep, those. That's like great. Four way stack, like uh, and uh, of course I'm gonna have probably twenty twenty five percent Josh Allen again this week. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, uh, where can people find you, Mister Bo McBear? You can find me on Twitter at Bo underscore McBigTime. That's where all my stuff is. Check it out. Uh, Fancy Pros. We got the top storylines every week. We got the hot takes every week. Storylines was out today. Hot takes will be out tomorrow. Yeah. And also, uh, we're going to be broadcasting the chalk block. We run the, the main slate. We have a little bit more clairvoyance as we know the practices have gone Friday and it's over. We know who's going to be playing and who's not. And uh, we break it down using Run the Sims on YouTube. You can check out all the graphics, all the data, all the running of the Sims that we do. Uh, I am Nimble W Numbers, Scott Simpson. Uh, shout it out by the one and only the GOAT, Matthew Berry. He said my name right. Unbelievable. He didn't, 
He didn't blow the numbers there, Peter Howard. He didn't nimble the numbers, mate. Listen, in America, we can read. God bless you on that. We'll see you next time here on the Sports Gambling Podcast. DFS, NFL, we 